0: welcome to security nation the podcast that connects everyone in the electronic security and life safety industry we bring on security pros to discuss the latest industry happenings new technology best practices and work together with our peers to be the ever-present voice in an ever-changing industry today is a special episode where we will actually be interviewing different candidates for the associate director position on esa's board of directors so, today's guests we have Kirk McDowell, who's the chairman of our link committee, we have Dean Bellisle, who is a candidate, Jason Lutz, Joseph Monachino and Alex Nitterhouse. So, I'd like to thank you all for coming on the podcast today, and since we have a lot more guests than usual, we're just going to jump right in. I'd like to start by asking some questions directly to Kirk so he can provide details about the election, what makes it a little unique and important dates and details that are important for ESA members who will be voting on these candidates. So to jump right in, Kirk, as Links chairman, can you tell our listeners about the details of this particular election and what it means for ESA members?
1: Sure, thanks. Thanks Hannah, and thanks Security Nation. So, this is an exciting time at ESA. Um, We have a contested election um, this uh, year, 2023. And a lot of times people hear the word contested election and they think that's bad, you know, there's there's fight. It's not, we're among friends here. But the reality is we have more candidates than we have positions open. So, we have one associate position open on the board of directors. And we have uh, four people running for that. Jason Lutz is the incumbent. He's running again, joined by this esteemed group of Joseph, Alex, and Dean. Um, And so we're gonna be talking to each one of them today and they're gonna tell you a little bit about themselves and what they plan to do if elected to the ESA Board of Directors.
0: Perfect. Would you be able to give our listeners some important dates that they can mark on their calendars for this election?
1: You bet. Uh, so the ballots will be going out May 1st. They will be going out to the primary or the uh, ancillary second uh, person uh, within the company um, that they can vote. One, one of those two people can vote for uh, an associate member. Um, and that will be going out May 1st. The ballots are due back May 26th by 2 p.m. Central Daylight Time. They're going to be uh, going out May 1st, coming back May 26th, and it's the primary or alternate voting member of uh, the association who can vote. So we're excited about that. Um, I do want to, if it's okay with you, I do want to thank the Link Committee because they are absolutely um, great to work with. Um, they are all type A personalities, which makes it great for me because I just get out of the way. Uh, Stu Forsheimer, Joe Colosimo, Ann Ferguson, uh, Mark Hellenberg, and, of course, John Loud. So that makes up the Link Committee, and we've been working really, really hard uh, to bring in um these great uh people to run for office link committee has really three duties number one is to identify and then recruit and then review and vet the candidate so the candidates presented to you today have been vetted um, they are all worthy they're in members of good standing at esa and we're excited uh, for them to run for this office
0: Fantastic. Would you be able to explain a little bit about the role of an associate director on ESA's board of directors?
1: Sure. Uh, Well, who's ever elected will be the last date I forgot will be June 5th, and that's at ESX. I know everyone will be there. The role of an associate director is to represent the best and all interests of the alarm industry from an associate member position. We have to wear multiple hats in in life and in companies, but in this instance, when you're elected as an associate member director, you take off your hat from your, your existing company and you put on the hats of all of your peers and you represent those interests and the interests of associate members to the Alarm Association. ESA is honored to have very, very active associate members in our association. And this is why it's vitally important that this person that's selected represents the interests of all the associate members.
0: Great. So before we go into interviewing each candidate, I'd just like to ask you, Kirk, how do you feel about the candidates that we have and how what they bring to the table for ESA members?
1: Well, I know each one of them personally. Um, And the ones that I have met recently, I've done a lot more research on them, and they're just stellar individuals, really, really good people. I think they will represent the industry really well, and they're going to represent me well, since I'm theoretically more of an associate member than I am a dealer integrator, used to be one. Um, But I am very, very pumped about these individuals and excited about them running. Um, You can't go wrong. As a matter of fact, as I said yesterday when we did a podcast, when we did the same thing for the integrator member dealers, I'm going to have to really do some soul searching to see who I'm going to vote for Um, because all of these individuals are very qualified.
0: Fantastic. So I think from here, um, I'm going to kind of hand the mic to you, Kirk, to interview each candidate.
1: Well, great. Well, we're going to make this short and sweet and uh, and Joe, I'm going to start with you. So if you go off mute. Um, so, Joe, tell the listeners and Security Nation a little bit about your background in the industry.
2: I, I'd be glad to. And first, you know, Alex and, and Dean and Jason, uh, it's great to be on board with you guys. Uh, and uh, I appreciate the time we have together today. Uh yeah, Kurt, um, I started back in 1986, uh, back with uh, Security Link with Russ McDonnell. Uh, uh, that's how I got my start in the business. So I was actually hired to come on board as their executive vice president of marketing and sales. And I think what's true of our industry is once you come in, you never leave. So uh, <laughs> I kind of followed the road of uh, uh, being part of a growth and uh, company and regional company uh, moved uh, from security link and also did some other work with some other larger regional companies and one very old company called homes protection group uh, in New York city uh, as well as uh, interface security that was out of St. Louis. Um, I moved on uh, also to the startup of alarm guard, which was also a large Northeastern regional player. Uh, served in that same role uh, as uh, a Senior Vice President of Marketing and Sales. Uh, and uh, as we all know, there's transitions in our business and uh, there's equity opportunities for new owners. Uh, and in between uh, some of the transactions and events that happened between Security Link and Alarm Guard, since I didn't really have any transferable skills, uh, I also became a consultant. Uh, for a while, Um, uh, both in the industry itself, as well as for other uh, similar recurring revenue type uh, companies, but out of industry like uh, AAA. Uh, So um, uh, from there, uh, starting back in 2005, uh, I co-founded a company called Alarm Funding Associates, which is now Alarm Connections. Uh, we've been in business over 17 years, supporting independent, locally owned companies and uh, through a whole network uh, nationwide. So uh, uh, I've been in the industry over 37 years, which is actually quite surprising, but very
1: gratifying. Well, that's that's great. I'm going to hey, uh and I'm going to change things up a little bit. I'm going to go to Alex asking the same question, then I'm going to double back and come back and ask them the second question. But this way we can, we keep going to uh, a different candidate if you're okay with that. Okay, so Alex, welcome. And uh, I'll make sure you go off mute first so you can you can speak okay. Um, so tell our listeners a little bit about your background and,
3: and uh, your makeup. All right, Kurt, thank you very much. Uh, Hannah, thank you for Moderating this as well, uh, Joe, Dean, and Jason. I've known most of you for a while now, um, and uh, all I can say is, uh, let, let's uh, let's wait and see who's the best man wins here. It's it's going to be an interesting uh, couple months, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Kirk, I started off in the industry in 2009 when I joined Select Security. Um, I, it was probably the best experience of my life. I had never worked for an organization quite like that. I left the automobile business to uh, to join Pat Egan. I'm sure you all know Pat. And I figure everybody that's going to be listening to this knows Pat as well. But the best part of working for Select was working for two icons. And those two icons are Patrick Egan and the other one is Steve Firestone. And between the two of them, I learned more about this industry than most people will ever learn in their lives, and I learned it in 15 years. And it was a, it was a wild ride. I, uh, when we started back in 2009, I think Pat had a, a couple companies on, under wraps. Um, by the end of everything, we had 24 offices, somewhere right around 2.2 million in recurring revenue, um, and uh, 88,000 customers. It was It was fantastic. But that all came to a halt. Uh, Brink's bought the company in um, 2019, like 2020. Uh, at that time, I made the trip from uh, Pennsylvania and I moved out west and I started work for Deanne Harn out at um, RFI. And I had a short stint there and moved to ADT Commercial, where I think I learned uh, a lot as well. We had um, that company is is in its infancy. Most people don't believe that Uh, ADT residential and small business. Yeah, they've been around for forever, but the commercial side of the business is relatively new. And I think they're uh, they got a good grasp on what they're doing. And um, I keep following uh, ADT and uh, I'm anxious to see what happens. But yeah, this industry has been great to me. I love it. Uh, Pat called me uh, late December of last year and said, hey, uh, do you want to join Egan Security Group? And I just like him, I hung my shingle out there and said, "Hey, let's do this. Let's see. Uh, let's see what what we can do to to help these companies in this industry and and see uh, and and help them grow." So that's that's pretty much me.
1: Great. Hey, thanks, Alex. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about you, sir. And uh, thanks, for
4: the rest of the. Uh... The group here, um, I, like has been mentioned before, I I'm running with uh, with some pretty amazing people. I've known Dean for a long time, both as a customer and and as a as a fellow uh, employee and and now friendly competitor. And I, I've had the opportunity to work with Alex and and Pat for a long time, and uh, worked with Joe and his organization. Got to spend some time on Capitol Hill with Joe just recently, and and uh, and of course with Kirk, uh, had the opportunity to work with you for for quite a while. So a little bit about me, I, I've been in the industry just a little over 30 years now. Um, started uh, back in Texas, working for Emergency Networks and Protect America and had the opportunity to to, to, to go to Nashville, Tennessee for, for just a couple months. I'm going to run up there for a couple months and I promised my parents I would be home. And uh, 30 years later, I'm still in Nashville, Tennessee and uh, had multiple different opportunities and different careers throughout my time in the alarm industry Um, sold my company in 2001 had, had always been a a customer of demco and when i when i sold my company i realized very quickly that all my friends were alarm geeks and i found myself hanging out at trade shows or going to the local adi and drinking coffee every day and um ran into a good friend of mine ben cornett one day and And Ben talked me into coming to work for him over to Demco and uh, very quickly acquired by Honeywell. And then, uh, as many people know, three years ago, spun out of Honeywell into Resideo. Um, In in that time at Honeywell, I've I've been very fortunate to have a lot of different jobs. Um, Both regional jobs, um, had the opportunity to work with our first alert program and some of our largest integrators around the country. Um, I've had the opportunity to to work for different people like Keith Baird who, who gave me the opportunity to, to get really involved in the industry relations and the industry affairs. Encouraged me to run for the ESA board um, five and a half years ago to really kind of give back. It, it's been a great industry for me. And so it's, it's time for us to to kind of take a step back and, and get the next generation ready. And so my involvement with the ESA has been is pretty awesome there. Got involved with Mission 500. Um, as well and then just in the last couple of years really started to look at our business and the future of our business and and, and I'll steal from our chairman John Loud um, R&D, rip off and duplicate we started to look at ESA and what ESA is doing and how they are, they've they taken their staff and moved to a, a younger more agile, more nimble exciting staff and so we're starting to do that with, with our business and so I today I run our brand ambassador program um where we're bringing in new talent into the industries people that have no uh no background for what we do and and teach them from day one don't don't have a bunch of gray hair like uh, many of us on this call sorry kirk um and uh trying to get uh, newer different people into our industry so it's it's been pretty exciting over the last couple of years and uh and that's a little bit about me well thanks jason uh very very much appreciate it and
1: dean uh let's let's hear from you, my friend
5: well, you know first uh, th- for our audience uh I think alex and and Jason both said it that you can't go wrong with any one of these four individuals. It's simply an honor to be on this call with all four of you, so thanks for having me with you um on that line, uh, Joe mentioned that, you know, a lot of times we get in this business, you can't get out. Uh, I had to put a little more colorful term when I first started off, is that I uh, live in an Italian neighborhood at the time. And I was told that by an older gentleman that the alarm industry was kind of like the mafia. Once you get in, you can't get out. So for those of us been in it a long time, it's sort of a, a, more of a, a passion and a vocation than it is a profession. And uh, for me personally, this is my 48th year in the industry. I started off, same thing as what Joe had mentioned. I just came in to help pull some wire for, uh, for my father at the time, and it spun into a career that's been 48 years long. Uh, owned and operated my own company for 30 years. I went to work with Jason over at Honeywell and Residio in the First Alert Premier Dealer Program, where I could really help out by mentoring and training other dealers and their teams to be the best they possibly can be. And that's sort of been a lifelong mission for me. I joined our State Alarm Association 33 years ago because I I sat in the first meeting. I was not overly impressed with how it was going, and I was raised that if you didn't like what you saw, you had two choices. You could sit down and be quiet, or you could raise your hand and be part of the solution. So uh, I raised my hand, and I've continued to do that for the last 30-some years. I served in the capacity on that board in just about everything from treasurer to secretary to vice president, and spent 20 of those 33 years as the president of the Michigan Alarm Association. Very active with SEAC and the false alarm ordinances across the country as well. And in my current position, I'm with DMP and I'm their national sales trainer. So I spend most of my days with our dealers, helping them become the best they can be. So I like mentoring. I love our industry and I'm here to help in any way I can.
1: Hey, thank you, Dean. Um, Now I'm going to go to our second question. And what what I'm going to ask of each of you is to try to keep your answer on this one down to about 45 seconds. So you're going to, so I'm, I'm telling you that now because Joe, I'm coming to you first. Um, so you're, you're prepared. Um, and succinct. So what do you plan on bringing to the table? If elected to the ESA board of directors, I'll give you 55 seconds.
2: Thanks, Kurt. Um, so let me tell you what I think I, I do bring. And that is, Really, why I co-founded Alarm Connections back in 2005. And that is, I strongly believe, in our commitment as a company strongly believe, in the local independent alarm companies. And uh, what I bring to the table is an understanding of how these companies operate across the United States, from mom and pops to, you know, mid-level companies, and the challenges they face and the opportunities they want to succeed at. Uh, which is part and partial of what we do uh wh- whether it's it's how we we fund uh, a, a company uh, but that's not what's important it's about supporting and engaging uh, these these independent companies across across the company c- country so I mean I, I believe what I bring with me is a passion for how we can keep the local companies thriving keeping them independent keeping them in and and keeping them competitive against the large national companies. I know as an ESA director, I have to wear all of the hats, but my heart and love is with that small independent company and uh, how they can thrive and succeed. And as you all know, it's generational. So, so, so to see these companies succeed and having us support them and what ESA does for that group of companies I think is a critical part of what I can really bring to the table in terms of, you know, broadening your own market share, bringing my talents to the table to support those independent companies uh, and uh, with my knowledge and my experience. And then also the other side of all of this, which has probably plagued everybody that's standing here is the entire workforce uh, issues that are facing a small independent as well as larger companies and trying to find the right talent so um that's why i want to be on the board i'm very enthusiastic about bringing some of the talents i have uh and uh reaching out to even more companies uh, to help them join the esa family
1: great thank you joe so alex we're going to go to you now and the question is if elected what do you plan on bringing to the table uh to the ESA Board of Directors as an associate member if elected.
3: Well, I'd like to bring a large pepperoni pizza, but I'm not sure that that's exactly what you're asking for. Uh, it's been a while since I had one back east. I'm looking forward to my next trip to have one because California doesn't know how to make a good pizza, I can tell you that. Dean, I know you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, well, um, <sighs> it's It's a good question, Kirk. i I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, you know, my idea of what I can do is it, it, I want to help dealers in in our industry grow and understand their value. I mean that's that's been paramount. That's why I joined Pat, and that's why we're doing what we're doing. Um, I think, as an experienced professional in our industry, um, I understand the challenges that dealers face in navigating this this competitive market that we're in. And it's competitive for a couple of different reasons. It's not, you know, it's competitive in that the, the, the big players out there dominate almost every single time. And the smaller companies struggle with trying to figure out how to navigate those waters. Um, you know, it is a competitive market and, and there's some unscrupulous vendors out there too. And, and trying to make a profit in our industry um, with this landscape that we got is, is constantly changing. And I know I can bring the knowledge that I've had over the past 15 years to help these smaller companies navigate those waters, figure out who they should be working with from a vendor, um, what they should be paying, um, who are the right vendors that that are in the industry. Um, And I believe that working closely together, uh, I can help them develop the strategies and solutions that not only help dealers grow their business, but um, I want to help them understand their business and their value proposition in the market. Um, This collaboration that that I call, you know, the the business that we're in today, it's important that they understand what they need to do to move forward. Um, We've got some new players coming into this industry, young professionals, not just people that have been from the industry, but we've got new players from um, private equity coming, coming in now today, and we've got um, search fund people coming in today that are really going to change the landscape, you know, Pie Barker and, and all those other ones out there that are, that are doing these massive acquisitions. What does that mean to the industry? Uh, I know I have smaller dealers asking me all the time, Hey, what's the value of of my company? How, how can I grow? What are the next steps I make? How do I hire? How do I train? You know, those were, that's paramount of what I've been doing for the last 15 years. and, And I can help them figure that out and that's what I really want to do. I just want to help dealers.
1: Thanks Alex. Um Jason as a an associate director what would you bring
4: to the board of directors if reelected? Thanks Kurt. So I look at this a little different in that you know as the associate director we ESA and its staff over the last decade has done an amazing job bringing in some of the most diverse associate members that we've ever had. It, I remember when I got very involved in ESA about 20 years ago, It, it the associate members were alarm manufacturers. And today, they're not. They are all kinds of exciting new technology companies, new software companies, people that we just never envisioned would be in our industry. In this particular position, I, I see my my role is to represent all of those, to represent all of them. You know, we, the associate member is a key, key piece of, of how ESA operates, um, both with support of our pro dealers, but also the financial resources that it provides ESA to go out and do all the things that our charter tells us we need to do. Um, as, as that representative of all those members, it's my goal is to make sure on their voice that it you know, whether it's on the, today I happen to sit on the education committee and I sit on the bylaws committee, but it's not just their voice on those committees through me, but really all of the different committees. We, today we have one voice, one voice who represents all of the associate people, whether it's a central station, whether it's a manufacturer, whether it's a new software technology company. Um, it's kind of how I see where, where I fit on the board. The value that I bring is is the relationships and the knowledge of the industry. And we'll continue with the, uh, the great legacy that we've started and, uh, and we'll continue on with that. Jason, thank you. Thanks very much, I appreciate that. Dean,
1: if you're elected to the board of directors, uh, tell us what you think you would bring to the table as a board member.
5: Well, Kirk, so passion, excitement, experience, all the things I've demonstrated in the past. And uh, really, to capitalize on what Jason said, it's really an ambassador position the way I see it. It's, it's sort of a link between the dealer, the manufacturer, and the industry at large. So in that sense, I've always joked that I'm bilingual. I now speak manufacturer and dealerees both. So I, I, I do feel I, I serve that purpose quite well, understanding both sides of the fence, having been a dealer and working for a manufacturer. I also... Uh, I take what our brethren in law enforcement uh, their, their their motto is protect and serve. I think ours is promote and protect. We need to promote this industry, the professionalism, the importance of it, the growth in it, and we need to protect it from outside threats and uh, influences, uh, similar to what Cx doing in their efforts.
1: Great, thanks, Dean. Well, I, I have to tell you, um, you guys are awesome, and it's great to to hear. Uh, the differences on what you would believe you'd bring to the table as directors. Um, I, I am very, as I said earlier in this podcast, I'm very excited about you guys all running. I want to thank you for being here today, but before we wrap uh, Hannah, is there anything else that you'd like to go? over?
0: No, I think that's about everything. I think we're about that time marker. So if you have any finishing remarks, we can wrap this up.
1: Well, I just um, most importantly, my finishing last remarks are ballots are going to go out May 1st. They're due back May 26th by 2 p.m. And installation of your officers will be June 5th at ESX. I know everyone's going to be there. Uh, should be a fantastic time there. Hannah, I want to thank you. I want to thank ESA and Security Nation. You guys are the work behind all the volunteers. We could not do this without you, without the ESA team. So it makes our job as volunteers a lot easier. So I just want to thank you very, very much. And uh, please watch this. Um, but if you're listening to me, say watch this, and you've already watched it. So good job. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else, Hannah?
0: No, I think we're good to go. So I'd just like to thank all of you for coming on the podcast today. We really appreciate it. And I'm sure our members do as well. And thank you to all of our listeners who tuned in. Uh, Make sure to subscribe. We're on all podcasting platforms and the full video version of our episodes are on YouTube. Um, And if you're curious about how ESA membership can power your business, uh, if you're not already an ESA member, you can visit our website at www dot and schedule a quick discovery call with one of our membership team members and uh, I know you'll be happy you did so thanks everyone and have a great day security pros